two, one, and we're live, baby. We're Filmaholics, episode 23. We're back. The plague thought they could get me. No, 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 baby. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 23. Um, and uh, boys, they're back in town. How are we doing, guys? Hey, it feels good to be back with the boys. We're here for the entourage. We're here for the crew. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How about you? Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I miss you guys. I feel like we haven't done this. What is this? Like three weeks ago, the last time we hung out. Well, okay. So it was before Valentine's Day because that was the original. Because we took Valentine's Day yeah. off because we did the week before. Dude, yep. has it been? Yeah. This might be week three. It, this it is might week be week three. three. Wow. Holy three cow. After, being, after going on hot. <laughs> yeah. We almost had an episode last week with, with Brad and, and, and Kenny, but then I just couldn't get out. I couldn't I couldn't bring it together to to do the episode itself. But hey, we're here. You guys probably noticed I upgraded. Yeah. 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 I bought a new moving poster. Yeah. It's a live poster um, of Dune. No, yeah. It just shows uh, Dune. Yeah, uh, yeah, going forward for on loop. Yeah. I've had this no, I bought this. This is my original big TV, and I I finally put it on the wall. Um, I also got other posters on the wall too. So it's getting there. We're getting there, guys. Um, yeah, I was sick last week and it really sucked. It wasn't wasn't really cool. It wasn't chill. No, yeah. Not chill at all. So hopefully you're feeling better though. Yeah, I am definitely. I might have moments where I just start hacking up loogies. Um, but you know what? It's, other than uh, that, you're good. Other than that, I'm good. It may sound like my lungs coming up, but I mean, other than that, we're good. And hey, guys, we did it. We made it to our. Was it all of our number one movies of the year? Was it Dune? Yeah, I, I don't oh, remember booze was. Yeah, yeah when we did our most anticipated for the year. Yeah, I don't remember what mine was. I, I don't think <laughs> I it was. Don't Dune. I, think Dune, I think Dune was top five. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think it was. It was, it was I, definitely top five, but yeah. And you I know I what? Something up here. <laughs> and, and originally, this weekend was supposed to be the weekend of Dong. And oh, unfortunately, yeah. so I mean, we missed out on some of the greatest content, maybe the biggest thing since Barbenheimer. But they gave Dude, us it the sucks top, because like popcorn. Yeah, it sucks because like all the t-shirts got printed for Dong, and now yeah, now we got them just hanging out somewhere in Africa because we couldn't put it out for the people. We didn't want to misrepresent or yeah, lead people you, astray. Yep. Hey, hey, you might them. you might have a little delay. Uh, oh. Not a big deal, you know. If it just we love you, so I want to make yeah. sure you're you're able to to stay up to stay up to. I, I might reset. We'll do what cool you got to do, my that. guy. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fine. Just wanted to bring it up to you because I know you like. Yeah, brb. Um, but Brad, man, dive into it. I mean, how, three minutes in already. How are you doing, Brad? How's everything been for you? How's uh, the movie life slash? How's just life been? I'm life is, up along. Life is good. Uh, school's going well. Life's going well. And yeah, you know, I haven't seen a ton of movies in theaters, but I have been watching some movies at home to catch up on some of those lists that we've been making over the start of the podcast. You know, I got to start catching up on some certain banger of movies. So Good to hear. we'll be talking about them shortly. Yeah. Yeah. How about I mean, you though? Same dude. I mean, honestly, I just looked at my list. I'm only three in for 2020. Is this just February? Maybe it's just February. For th- I have, I'm only three movies in for February, which is Argyle, um, American Fiction, and Drive Away Dolls. I'm a little disappointed, honestly. I mean, I made my money back for the month, but like, 
how am I supposed to be doing a movie podcast when right. there's no movies out there for us? And we have an actual section we're going to be going over with Vu, but I mean, we tried going to see Madam Web. I don't. Besides me being sick, there's no motivation for us to get out there to see that one. I will say, uh, guest of the pod, Nick Cartwright, said it's a must see. No way, because it is so so bad that it's good. Actually, one of the worst movies ever made. He's impressed it got to theaters. <laughs> He's impressed there was like a dollar or two put to it. <laughs> oh my god! What else did he say? Okay, he was saying, and I don't know, I didn't, I haven't heard anything about this, but he was saying that like the bad guy was like dubbed over or something. Like yes, yes, like, he does it. Yeah, I heard about that too. Okay, so it sounds really bad, right? Yeah, that's, that's what, what Nick was saying. Like it's <clears throat> terrible. That's really funny. So then, what happened? I, I've never heard of this. Like, this just surprises me. Oh well, you know what's crazy about the article? It's there's a new article that came out that the new Avengers are actually going to be Morbius, Madam Web, the the trio of women that are also following, um, and then and then Black Panther. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really. I'm kidding, but um, so what is it? so it, it's dubbed over? It's just the idea that like you because know, I don't think you got you see the guy's face the entire movie or something. I think that's why. So it sounds really bad. But he was in the trailers. What, I'm confused. What do you mean by dubbed over? Tell me about it. Hey, Boo. Um, well, I have no idea. I mean, I haven't seen it, but he was saying that, like, the actor in the scene, the voice just doesn't match or what, something mm. like that. I don't know. Could be true. I was confused. I think that's probably the least of Madam Webb's problems, <laughs> um, having that that be that occur. And I feel like it does, I'm glad we're starting off because I think the the failure and the the, the catastrophe that is Madam Webb kind of took over for a little bit. What is so far September, February movie watching? I mean, Vu, you didn't see it, right? Or did you? No. Nope. Did you Did you guys both watch it? No. No. Not no yet. I want to because people have told me it's horrific, but it's funny. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't rec- I don't think I recommend anybody to go see it. It, it honestly blows my <laughs> mind that it was made because it, it is hurting movie making. Secord called me actually, and he was just talking. He's like, "Dude, how do you feel about like movie?" Because I think he lumps it in with Marvel. He doesn't know that it's a Sony property that is a Marvel comic, but it's a Sony property in the Sony Spider-Man universe. So to him, he lumps it in with MCU and thinks. Are all of these and like and he hasn't seen a good MCU movie in a while. So to him, it's like it's just just constant crap right right now. Like, and it's I don't think it's hurt. I don't think it's helping comic book movies at all. I mean, gosh, it was like an eighty million dollar budget, which is pretty little for a superhero movie, and it's only made thirty five million dollars. I mean, that's crazy. Why do you keep hiring the writer of Morbius? Yeah, and then also I think he did like. <laughs> Like he did, like oh god, he th- this writer might be the worst writer of all time. And who am I to say? <laughs> but I feel like we could create a better movie in Chat GPT than than what they put out there. I mean, here, let's look. I think that's up. like the running joke is that Chat GPT could have written a better movie than that. <laughs> yeah, I bet, dude. Um, okay, so the guy who wrote this, he did he did Dracula Untold. So I, I take everything I said back, and uh, Gods of <laughs> Egypt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Both. Oh, Last Witch Hunter and then Power. Which Power Rangers? Low key, not a bad movie. I gotta see that. <clears throat> yeah, I've heard it's actually not a terrible movie. I actually would. I I want to see it too. Hey, I enjoyed Gods of Egypt. Did you? <laughs> that was a fun movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Madam Web, Madam Web. Hey, Boo, how you doing, man? We we were just going into Brad. Somehow we got to Madam Web, but how how's everything <laughs> been for you, buddy? 
it's been going well, you know, staying busy, Miss, missing the boys, missing the podcast, though. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, hopefully yeah. next episode we can get Kenny on, too. Yeah. Um, we'll be doing better. I, I just run through the agenda here. Unless, Boo, do you got anything else to say? No, I'm ahead. ready just uh, hang out with the boys tonight and <laughs> give our viewers good content. <laughs> yeah, let's go, baby. Let's rock and roll. And if any of you guys get bored, whether on your you're on YouTube or – you know, you two right here. I got the movie on in the background, so <laughs> check it out. Um, we might get this taken off. Might get kicked off for uh, for having this movie Copy on here, right. but who knows? Um, yeah. So uh, for the agenda today, we've got a lot of movie news today. We're gonna kind of run through. It's gonna be probably a heavy movie news slash kind of giving us giving reviews on what we've seen since it's been three weeks. We've all been kind of watching movies, catching up. Um, so I think we're gonna be pushing our tournament style kind of bracketology back to next week. Um, but, yeah, you know, because of that. Rest. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know what? I think also Vu is going to be surprising us all with his updated rankings or just list of movies that are going to be potentially a part of the Alex Vu, <laughs> Fappy's Alex Vu movie of the year. <laughs> so we're really excited about that. We'll follow along all year. Yeah, you I know? like this a lot. Yeah, you should create a ranking. It's going to be the most random list of movies, but dang, it is going to be only one can win. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh yeah i think we just dive into i say w- would you guys think should we go into our movies we've seen or should we go into movie news what would you guys like to do let's go news okay we're gonna start off with the movie news we're gonna do our segment which we haven't had in a while but we're back baby with with let me talk to you let me talk and to let me talk let's to go. you first <laughs> news article maybe not the biggest but i mean honestly i don't have it on here <clears throat> but what'd you guys think of the super bowl trailers you guys remember any of them? Do you guys remember the Super Bowl? I was trashed at the Super Bowl. But yeah, I, I was going to say, trailers. I'm surprised you remembered any because <laughs> I was hey, you were drunk. I was hammered, <laughs> and uh, so, but I wasn't. I wasn't terrible. I just having a fun time. I'm fun, Kevin. We yeah. dominated beer pong. By the we way, did. Yeah. I don't we think did. we lost for about we did seven. It for you, yeah, we did for nice. you. We were thinking about you nice. the entire time. Oh, that um, makes my night. <laughs> but what'd you guys think? Did you guys see any of the trailers, or uh, what'd you guys think of some of those uh, debut movies? I'm interested with If. The That's same. the John John Krasinski one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the trailer was hilarious with like fake Jim Randall Park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess you can't beat uh, Deadpool three. Yeah, I thought I've that was a good trailer too. Yep. Gave us the tease of Wolverine finally. I mean, they didn't truly tell it, but and it's actually not even called Deadpool 3, it is now called Deadpool and Wolverine. Oh, which I'm pretty pumped about. I think they want to bring that to a billion dollars. We've already talked about what could happen with it. I mean, I took you told you guys kind of what the rumored plot and synopsis is back in I think August of last year, September, whatever it was before the strike, or it was during the strike. I don't remember. Um, it just looks it seems like it's gonna be the next big hit for Disney. And that is something they definitely need right now. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, like, do. this needs to be a home run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They need to hit it out of the park. And it, 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 Oh, man. Like I said, I mean, do you, bring it back to the Madam One Web comment. I mean, do you guys, if you didn't know about movie news, do you, would you guys have assumed Madam Web was a part of the MCU? Probably mm-hmm. because it's Spider-Man related. Yes, if you weren't like in, you, because you, you you read the comics, so you probably know like okay, Marvel. I don't, anytime you, know. you, anytime you like watch trailers or anything, like if it was Marvel, you know you get the big, yeah, Marvel red mm-hmm. symbol. But other than that, I mean, superhero, Spider Man, web slinging. I'd think Marvel. 
I guess I just associate like Spider-Man and those properties to be Sony, which I think like Marvel, Kevin Feige like works on the Spider-Man movies, right? So I didn't know if he was going to work on this one at all or have like input on it. Yeah, I they're trying to create a Sinister Six, kind of like an anti-hero crew to go along with Spider-Man because I think one of Sony's biggest things that they're mad about is one, they've only been successful with Spider-Man properties, which is fine. I mean, that's one of the most... Uh, one of the best ips out there you got Mm spider-man across the spider-verse into the spider-verse and then you got you know the the, in conjunction with mcu is the ones with uh tom holland that's why sometimes i think there is some sort of confusion but yeah um, yeah i don't know i don't know were the toby Maguire movies sony yeah Yeah. technically same universe as actually closer in universe terms to madam web than the tom holland ones are Okay. I don't know how to explain it. Actually, I don't think Adam Webb and Madam Webb also didn't know how to explain it. I think that movie took place <laughs> in 2003 or 2004. Why? Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> like it just doesn't make much sense. I don't know. It, it just kind of blows my mind if you ask me. But it's kind of funny that we're at a point where we're saying Deadpool and Wolverine, that movie has to hit. Because then we also were talking about that with the DC movies that like, yeah the new ones have to hit. Yeah. That's yeah. another big article here too. I mean, I, I just feel like, mo- I, I wonder if we're finally at near the end of not near the end, but like you really got to put a good movie ahead, a good story. You can't just get by on the name of Marvel or DC and mm-hmm. expect to be successful or, you know, I, because I just don't know if people, I think, I don't know if it's Marvel fatigue, DC fatigue, whatever you want to call it. We've been talking about this for a while, but I think it's just, you got to put a good movie out there. And yeah. some of these people aren't doing that. Yeah. Average isn't good enough. No, it isn't. isn't. No, not, not anymore. anymore. You can't put out like Infinity War and Endgame and then like. Oh, my God. Anymore, right? You know, like where everybody's. I mean, maybe that's the problem. Like everybody expects that level of greatness every movie now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not sustainable. <laughs> you know, you could be right, man. And and maybe and maybe again, it doesn't have to be so galactic or it doesn't have to be so big. It could just be more of a smaller story, which I'm hoping they do with Superman Legacy. We'll see. Actually, now I'm reading much more about Superman Legacy, but we'll go into that. Um, yeah, sorry, bringing it back to Super Bowl. Anything else you want to talk about Super Bowl or anything before we move on to the movie news? Planet of the Apes. Yes, trailer. I think Planet of the Apes looks really good too. Yeah, like I'm very excited. Like this is way after the latest trilogy. These thousands of years after Caesar. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I think I think Caesar is considered a martyr, Mm -hmm. but now it's just kind of. I think they're trying to lead up to where the Mark Wahlberg crappy movie was. (laughs) They're trying to to get to like where that was. I think. God, if Mark Wahlberg is in like the final movie of that trilogy, (laughs) beautiful. Bearded, long hair, looking. Oh, oh I, I never God. watched the Mark Wahlberg plant. Was was that just one movie? It's or? been so long since I've seen it. It was one movie. Okay, and I think it was a remake of the original Planet of the Apes from the '60s. So it's like based in that time timeline. I don't think it's like a sequel. I think it was a remake of that, and that's all. This is leading up to that, I guess. Oh, okay. So I'm guessing that one's not worth the watch. <laughs> I don't know. I actually kind of want to see what the ratings are for it. Uh, but very pumped for that because the latest trilogy that Planet of the Apes had, I thought was fantastic. Same, same. I mean, the director of the of that trilogy is the director of the Batman, and, and oh, really? he, he got that role because of 
because of uh, those those movies. I mean, they're just spectacular. I completely agree. I thought the third one, I, I which I've heard is divisive, I love. Also, Planet of the Apes in 2001 is 44% Rotten Tomatoes. So not the worst. <laughs> not not actually, the worst. <laughs> not Madam Web bad, but, but it is <laughs> – it is uh it's not ideal. I guess. What's Madam Web's score? Like 20 no, percent? Like 13. 13? Oh, you know what? Let's also check that one out. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's really bad. How do you spend like well, 80 million dollars and put out 13 <laughs> percent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know how you do that. That was a real crap fest, if you ask me, but yeah. Who's um, proofreading these scripts? <laughs> dude, nobody. No, yeah. I think we could be in Hollywood. We as yeah. I'm saying, we should create a movie, and I think it might be better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently there's like a scene where like she she saves these three girls and and but then the girls are considered going missing. So then it pans back and pans forward about two or three hours, and there's a man sitting at a diner and reading his newspaper and it says, These three girls are missing. It's like, first off. <laughs> It's been three hours. How would that be in the newspaper? Uh, like it just there's like it's a lot of plot holes. That's what I've heard. It's just a plot hole city. Oh, uh, yikes! We put too much into Madam Web. Um, <laughs> I, I think. I mean, any other final things that Nick told you about Madam Web that we're done? We're shutting out. Again, he said it's one of his favorite movies he's seen because <laughs> it's so bad. Blows my mind. Oh, uh, I mean. I would love for all of us to watch it and then for it to win a Fappy this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, one sec. I think somebody's knocking our door. Um, if you guys want to go into the first article, start off. I'm just going to check this quick. Yeah, one sec. I will say, though, I mean, if the uh, uh, if Madam Webb stays in theaters for a couple more weeks, you know, I think that might give me enough time. Yeah. I might check it out. That's an A-list movie. <laughs> That's an A-list. That is the typical A-list movie right there. Yeah, I feel like it would have to definitely hit streaming for me. There's no way I would pay money to go see that. What streaming service do Sony movies go to? What's up, guys? Even what, are you guys what are you guys discussing? Kevin, what movie, what streaming service do Sony movies go to? So, like, Madam Web. Showtime. Showtime. Yeah, Showtime's owned by Sony. But now Sony's actually doing a thing where they're going to be distributing their movies out to, like, that. this is how they're making money. They're going to, like, instead of creating their own kind of platform, they're just going to give it to Netflix, give it to HBO, mm. give it to Paramount, you know, things like that. One less streaming yeah. service to deal with. <laughs> streaming. I mean, Sony's got good movies. Like, I think... If you look at Sony's list under Sony, okay, well, I mean, Ghostbusters, you know, I guess. Dumb Money, that's Sony. Oh. Jumanji, Sony. Jump Street, Bullet Train, Skyfall, Equalizer 3, Gran Turismo. Wait, Sony makes the James Bond movies? Are, I think they are in conjunction with MGM. Okay. Um, but I think there's a few other movies that are actually pretty good. Yeah, they have Skyfalls, like the best Spectre. So, I mean, it's not like they're just putting out crappy superhero movies. They're actually a good... I mean, they're the one... I think they're Sony Tri... Sony... Tristar, maybe, is what it is. The lady's standing like... The, like You know, which the lady's standing like this before the movies. If you remember that logo. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's what Sony does. I mean, I can't believe you didn't even mention the best Sony movie, uh, Gran Turismo. Yeah, I said Gran Turismo. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> I thought I did. Maybe I did it. I got, I got, I'm too distracted watching Dune behind me. <laughs> um, yeah, Gran Turismo, tearjerker movie of the year for oh. um, you? How did that move? Who was that? Are you I don't know. Yeah, I have you, no you idea. Us, Brad? Right whoa, Brad's now. Whoa, up there. whoa, dude. Wait, whoa, whoa, dude. Wait, wait, stop. Wait, dude. is that me? I'm getting sick. Throw up. <laughs> All right. Uh, for those listening on the podcast form, it may not be the best. Uh, that was not probably the best two minutes there, but we're back. <laughs> right. so let's share the screen. Our first news of the day. We're bringing it back to probably our number one talked about topic and is yeah. the most crucial movie, maybe not even just for DC, but for superhero movies in general. We've got the massive Superman legacy budget rumors. Yes. The movie we've been talking about a ton is now rumored to be the number two largest movie of all time. Uh, wow. I think behind Avengers, Avengers Endgame. Um, and apparently, like that was the kind of like the rumor. James Gunn saw this and went, absolutely not. You know, Gunn replied with the laughing emoji. Um, you know, how in the world do they think they know what our budget is? Um, I don't know. Did you guys see this photo? The photo yeah. of the actual cast itself? No. Nicholas Holt, right? Yep. Like Nicholas Holt bald. Yep. Yep. Is that the guy in the in the yellow from Barry? Yes, yes, he's playing somebody. I forget which superhero he's playing. Um, so I saw this photo, but I have no idea who's playing who besides Nicholas Holt. Oh, like, and then that well, that's Superman right there. Oh, interesting. The tall, tall glass of milk. Um, <laughs> I think everyone's in here except for Rachel Brosnahan. Or no, she's in here. Is that her? Is that Lois Lane? I think that's supposed to be Lois Lane. Okay. I don't know. I guess I thought the girl who was playing Lois Lane was supposed to be from. Marvelous I might be mixing this Ms. up, Maisel. but from from uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, right? Yeah. And then was she also in Dial of Destiny? I'm not sure. Brad, do you remember what is the main? As the main woman in, in no, in that's that. the Fleabag lady. That's the okay. So this is a different lady. Uh-huh. Okay, I don't know who this is. Um, and I know he's playing the Green Lantern that everyone gets annoyed by, uh, Matt or Nathan Fillion. I think is his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget what movie he's in, but yeah, here's pretty much the cast getting ready, getting inspired for this. Um, you know, so everyone's... we're getting a Green Lantern in this movie too. Okay, here we go. Here's supposed to be. Oh. The so I think that's Lois. Then yep. I don't know who that is. Don't know who you are. Lex Luthor, Superman. That's supposed to be like Jimmy or something like Jimmy. I'm blanking out on the name. Can you guys see this or you want me to go closer? Wow, Nathan Fillion plays it. Guy Gardner. Yeah, Green, Guy Gardner. Green Lantern. Is that yeah. – are there multiple Green Lanterns? Yeah. Remembering that right? Okay. And apparently they're supposed to be doing a true detective-esque show with who's going to be like the like this guy. And then also whoever's supposed to be the new um, actual Green Lantern that's like likable. I think it's the Hal Jordan. Is Hal that Jordan? And then John Stewart is the okay. Um, the other one. Yeah. Um, but like essentially, John I mean, Stewart as in like the late night Jonathan Stewart. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a black man. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, black, yeah, it's, uh, it's that guy. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, as the article says here, it just says Superman Legacy is one of the most highly anticipated reboots in the superhero world. But those figures would have put it at the most expensive superhero films of all time. Generally, the budget for superhero films is between 150 to 200, besides all the Avengers films. Um, you know, I think, again, it's kind of funny. I guess we truly don't know because it's just starting to shoot itself. I mean, the film has been a long wait, but it's finally close to happening. Um, it's going to star David Cornsweet, Rachel Brosnahan. Um, some of the firm's confirmed characters so far are Eve Tessmacher, uh, Mr. Terrific. So I think that's who what's his name is from well, I guess I can't guarantee that. I'm just gonna keep reading. The engineer, Otis, Guy Gardner slash Green Lantern, Lex Luthor, Gun, Hot Girl, Jimmy Olsen. Okay, Jimmy, and then Metamorpho. Um, and these are all the different actors so far. But I think the main point of this is that. One, there's a lot of hype behind this movie, but two, I think when you make a movie for $364 million, especially after the failed, a lot of the failures of the last few Mar uh, DC films barely reaching half a billion dollars, um, and this is without marketing. So this is what it would have cost just for production, and then marketing, you got to add on another 100 to $150 million That's for a crazy. brand new franchise. So to me... I don't know if I believe this. I also don't want it to be $360 million because to me, I believe that one, this movie just needs to focus on being good. I think yeah. when you started off with Superman, the, the Man of Steel, it came off kind of mixed reviews. So it didn't do the well at the box office, didn't have the best word of mouth. And because of that, I think it started off the entire new DCEU with a little bit of a flop of failure. Imagine Iron Man coming out and putting out a 40% movie to start their entire legacy for 20 movies to start. It wouldn't be a thing. None of us would care, mm -hmm. right? So to me, I think, and this is what I think they, that I've heard they're trying to focus on is create a good movie. Doesn't have to make a ton of movie at the or money at the box office, nothing like that. But what the goal of this movie is to essentially make sure that your next 10 movies are successful. So maybe this movie doesn't hit, you know, more than a half billion. Next one maybe doesn't. You know, whatever the tube where it gets to the point where it is becoming such a consistent good franchise again with great stories, great characters, you're going to get your billion dollars there. But right now we're looking we're seeing movies out there. I mean, just people aren't there like we just said people aren't going out to watch subpar um superhero movies. What do you guys think when you guys see this after my little uh kind of going off there about the whole situation? What do you guys think of this report? You know, it's got to excite people, like you said. Maybe it doesn't make a ton of money, but it's got to be the the boost to mm -hmm. curiosity, to excitement. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if it falls flat, then who gives a sh who gives a shit? You know? Really, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of wondering if, the, like, I mean, this has to be successful. Yeah. Like, the, or Warner Brothers may fail as a company. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what people are saying. Is, yeah, that budget's so big that it has to deliver. Like, yeah. even just budget-wise. <laughs> yeah. I just wonder if that, I just don't think it's true. I wonder, I don't know why there's rumors about it. I wonder if maybe that's with marketing and somebody just thought, eh, let's just kind of create a headline here. Yeah. <laughs> but any, any word from your sources, Kev? Any word from my sources? <laughs> nothing. Nothing about this. This is something I think just, like, this week's a little slow on news, movie mm -hmm. news. So I think they're like, eh, let's throw something at the wall and see if we can get something stable. <laughs> yeah, let's just pump some news out. <laughs> yeah, let's pump some news out. People are getting excited. I mean, this movie, it takes it's probably gonna take another it's it's supposed to release July eleventh, twenty twenty-five. It takes about a year to do a shooting. So um, I'm pretty sure like this releases like within the same month 
as like another big Marvel movie. Like I think it's Fantastic Four. Two weeks four, later right? is Fantastic Four. Yeah. Like that's how, the drama we should talk about as well. Yeah. Like how Damn. crazy is that? Like two heavy hitter, like Fantastic Four needs to hit too. Yeah. Like we know Deadpool and Wolverine needs to hit, but Fantastic Four is also <laughs> I feel like that's gonna reboot the what superhero movie doesn't have to hit in the next two years. Honestly, <laughs> you're probably right. There's a lot of pressure. I mean, there's a reason why Disney went from like five movies being released to literally one movie this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is Deadpool, if I'm correct. And then next year there's there's uh Thunderbolts and I think it's Fantastic Four. Yep. And I truly think the Fantastic Four is going to be setting up for the next 10 years of what Marvel is. Yeah. So what Superman's doing for DC, like Fantastic Four is about to do for Marvel. <laughs> oh my God. That's so wild to think about, honestly. Like no pressure in the month of July next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so what, how about this? You guys tell me this. Now we're bringing it back to DC versus Marvel. It's really hard not to be able to do that. But you see something like Fantastic Four, Pedro Pascal, you know, great lead. You see, um, uh, Ivan Moss Bakarak. Yes, you see who else is on there. Um, can somebody Vanessa look it Kirby. up? Vanessa Kirby, Kirby. and yep. then the last guy, Joseph Quinn, I think. Yep. Um, versus this kind of a cast, which is some people you probably recognize from like ABC shows and you know other movies in smaller roles. I mean, do you like the idea of unknowns creating a new? Kind of becoming the face of Superman, or do you like the idea of there being somebody like a Pedro Pascal leading the the DC of the MCU? Because I mean, say what you want, MCU for the most part has been very much like taking characters like like Robert Downey Jr., who at the time was a was kind of a floundering actor. He had been in a lot of trouble, really needed to kind of fix his image. Um, you look at Chris Evans at the time was really an up and coming actor, kind of like what David Cornsweet is for this. So to you guys, what is more, I guess, more appealing to, to somebody like you or which franchise, I guess? Hmm. That's a good question, actually. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy to think like in the beginning of the MCU, it, it was really... Four. Nobody knew you know, who Chris Hemsworth was. Yeah, nobody knew Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. But now like all the newer movies are like A-list celebrities, I feel Because they like. feel like they have to. They feel like now that there's yeah. the brand, they need someone like who's pretty big, but not too big. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's just been he's he's been on only TVs. I mean, he's been in movies, but he's kind of you know like, unless you guys correct me, I don't think he's been the main character in any movies, but he's been the main character in TV series. Now, not just saying any TV series. You got two of the biggest ones. You got The Mandalorian, and you got uh, The Last of Us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think with like big names comes expectations. Whereas I kind of mm. like no no names, and then they can. Like then they are Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas Pedro Pascal's like, oh, you know, he was in Game of Thrones, Last of Us, mm-hmm. Mandalorian. And yeah, you just keep kind of comparing, maybe. Whereas mm-hmm. like someone that I don't know, I'm like, oh, that's Superman. Mm-hmm. And the rumor I also like the no name. Yeah. And I hear the other rumor going around with with the Fantastic Four is that there's two rumored guys to be uh, Doctor uh, Doom. It's uh, James Bond's character. Can't think of his name right now. I'm, my brain clues. Daniel Craig. Oh, Daniel Craig. Wow. And and Superman from the DCEU, 
Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Those are the two right now. What? <laughs> like the main. They're supposed to be the main villain. See, I like the idea of your main, your main villain being the guy that's well known. I mean, we look. We had Josh Brolin as as uh, Thanos. So to me, I mean, I don't know. That's unreal. Actually, <laughs> it's interesting. MCU's not playing no games. Yeah. And apparently, I think I, I think there is a little bit of animosity that they kicked off, um, and they're just they took it you know away from. Uh, Henry Cavill. Oh man, wouldn't that be something having him playing one of the biggest villains in yeah. Marvel? In Marvel, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just think that'd be a really cool dynamic. Um, I will also say that it's nice that you know Pedro Pascal has not been in like Star Wars. Oh, get fuck, he's in Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, never mind. I don't know. I, I just think myself. I think there's good in both. I think they did a great job with Pedro Pascal. I think it's better than having like Andrew Driver um, as as the main guy. John Krasinski would have been a good character too, honestly. Like like Booz wanted, but yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I think it's kind of fun that we're going to be having. I think that's what DCU was thinking to themselves: is hey, let's take a bunch of no names or people who are kind of known, and let's mm. make them to become the face of this for the next ten years. So, yeah. I don't know. Any other thoughts you guys got into this, or anything else you guys want to add um, to this never ending? cycle of, of superman legacy for for the uh filmaholics crew it's got to be a hit this won't be the last time that we talk no about no, oh, no, no. <laughs> i'm sure there will be more i'm sure there will be more um cool um then let's move on to the next story all righty and then also we want to let you guys I, I have this new idea and i'll keep i'll tell you guys behind the scenes but uh accepting super chats um, we had actually somebody re- write in a super chat today. I read it live on screen. This will help pay for the advertise, pay for the lack of advertisements, just so we can, you know, keep the lights on. So the first one, this first super chat was from John Smith from Des Moines, Iowa. Okay. Oh, and he reads, "Hey Kevin, I went to high school with you. You suck, and I hate you." <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, I just want to say thank you so much, John Smith. I don't remember you. Uh, wait, oh, we got another $20 super chat coming in. Wow. Damn. Wow. All right. This one also is from John Smith <laughs> Jr. Okay. This one says, Kevin, you suck. Go to hell. Okay. Well, 25 bucks from John Smith. Uh, thank you, man. And I just want to say every episode, keep sending in the super chats, keep donating. We're getting the shirts coming. Oh, Wait, wait, no, is that another no, one? No, not another one. Sorry, but yeah, just keep the super chats coming in, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep the lights on and keep this. You can't. It's not, it, it doesn't cost. It's not cheap for this. Netflix is fifteen bucks an hour or a, a month. So, just saying. Um, all right, moving on to the next. And does anyone God. have any? Does anyone have any advertising that I don't know if any advertiser reached out to you guys? If you guys have any quick rundowns you have to read. I'm in negotiations right now. You're in negotiations. Yeah. Right, so next week we're gonna have our first advertisement, I think. Um, it, Shout I, out to AMC still. I'm yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> speaking of which, I saw that there's gonna be some new Nicole Kidman. Pre- yeah. No way. Yeah, three. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Give what me what three. is it? Heartbreak hurts in a place like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heartbreak does hurt in a place like this. John Smith. <laughs> um, oh great scene by the way oh i love that when they're getting to arrakis or the bat yep that's a good one um hey and speaking of arrakis brad's super bowl is here baby 
<laughs> we are we finally made it, ladies and gentlemen. And pretty much this article is just called it was by the ringer. It's pretty much just celebrating the weekend that is about to come. Is, is Dune 2 is out in theaters. Um and it's I think it's first showing was on Sunday, but technically the true first showing is tomorrow. Brad, when are you seeing Dune 2? Also, have you heard good things? Tell us about your excitement and, uh, you know, what a weekend we're about to have. Or, well, I guess you and I are busy, but in theory. (laughs) I am very, very excited. I cream my pants daily thinking about the moment (laughs) when I can finally watch Dune 2. I've heard only amazing things. People saying best movie they've ever seen. Yeah. You know, the critics, the reviews, normal people, everyone is saying, like, holy shit, this movie's special. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I am beyond excited. I don't know when I'm going to see it, potentially Sunday night, maybe Monday. I really want to watch the first one again, just mm-hmm. so I can be jazzed up even more. But that's a commitment, because we all know it's a long movie. Mm-hmm. Right, Vu? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it might take a couple viewing experiences to get through it but no extremely excited it is my super bowl times 100 i'm honestly surprised you're not seeing it tomorrow night (laughs) it's yes class i think right well i thought it was at like midnight so like i technically could but it's a long day and then i'm gonna be leaving early to go you want to be brain powered and ready to go because it's like a two and a half hour movie at midnight yeah you want to be ready Yeah. yeah i'm just gonna suffer friday morning (laughs) <laughs> when driving i guess i'm not driving luckily i think dwight dwight guy's driving us to the mountain so i'm gonna sleep i just want you to know that you can't don't even like look at me in regards <laughs> yeah, to no. dune i can't I start whispering little i don't want to see sweet any, lines i don't want to see <laughs> <laughs> um i mean this is this ad, this adds another intriguing aspect to this you know we look we think back at 2022 top gun maverick 2023 barbie and oppenheimer in march of 2020 four is dune about to become the movie that we remember 2024 by i think so i mean it's either either that or king kong and godzilla running together yeah i mean or i guess you could say maybe deadpool but like i don't think it's gonna be nowhere near as good as this yeah to give you a real answer i mean i think and and you know it almost was the movie of 2020 i think it was now i'm looking back kind of smart that they moved it back to march um when was this supposed to come out like november november last year? november yeah. last year i remember uh, how sad you guys were <laughs> yes and we kind of knew too i remember thinking like we knew it was gonna get moved it just seemed like too good to be true and they and i mean, I mean this, you, they want this movie to make a billion dollars yeah you needed the press and they couldn't they couldn't do any press maybe the most star-studded cast in all like at least the future of hollywood is all in this movie it seems no like. kid like i think we're gonna look back at this movie very it's gonna grow with age and get better and better and better because of just the actors and the star power i mean i think austin butler's gonna win many awards i think florence Pugh is maybe the best actress right now of this generation timothy chalamet some people are calling him the the daniel day lewis of acting zendaya zendaya she is a icon as Lindsay would say iconic you know it's just it's just i don't know (laughs) What? Dave Batista? Yeah, Dave Batista. <laughs> yep, Dave Batista. That's so true. Um, Who's uh, in the menu? That's also like that was hidden from this movie until yes. like recently. 
Yes, they haven't. They didn't want to again. I don't want to say anything because Brad. It, it's not. I, I know. I know it's the actress and Anya yeah. or whatever. Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. Yes. I don't know the character she plays. But... I don't know either. Apparently, it's only like for a, a second she's in this movie. So I don't know if that does anything. I don't want to. Again, don't want to do anything. Um, but you know, it, it's just kind of crazy to think because Dune One, they actually were technically not going to release Dune Two unless there's success from Dune One. So there was no guarantee that there is even interest in this. Now you're looking back at Dune Two. I mean. Zendaya, they bring it up here. Zendaya apparently will have a bigger role. Like she's an even bigger star today. You look back at what it was, you know, in 2021. I mean, Austin Butler, they nailed his casting. You know, like they I don't know how they predicted this guy was going to be nominated for an Oscar. Um, could be a, a great villain here. I just think it's just they they nailed it on all cylinders. And I think it is it has earned its name of being possibly the movie of the year. Um yeah. Denis Villeneuve is just a great caster too of mm-hmm. characters and actors and i think um i was seeing some quotes he was saying of how basically is like what tv is ruining movies i think mm-hmm. he's like i want to make essentially he's like i want to make movies where no words are spoken mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he just oh. wants to be like music and spectacle and imagery i mean like, if you have just... to explain a story all by telling someone what's happening telling somebody what's going on that I don't know if that's necessarily a good movie. At least yeah. not all the time. That's an interesting time. way to look at it. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sorry, bring, bringing it back to this article here. I mean, they say the inability of those actors to promote Dune Part 2 this past autumn is the reason the movie moved to March. Warner's decision to abandon its original October release late was considered one of the biggest aftershocks of the SAG after strikes besides our podcast. Uh, flourishing <laughs> from the strikes. Oh, we talked about nothing for a while. We should have done those tournaments back then. Dude. Like, uh, my God. But hey, we did it. Um, so, I mean, it's just kind of crazy just thinking it would have definitely added to 2023's kind of fall lineup, adding in much needed smash and joining Barbie and Oppenheimer. Uh, but I, I'm actually, like it says here, we're pumped up. It's coming out in March. I mean, there's no Marvel movies. You know, Hunger Games. I'm, I'm glad no Oppenheimer Hunger. didn't have to fight against Dune. Same. Especially with the awards, I think I'm hearing Dune's gonna get nominated for everything. Good, all the awards at the Oscars sweep the entire Oscars. I mean, it won the most awards in 2021. I think it won six awards in 2021. Jeez, you know, I mean, Hell that's yeah. a lot of it was more technical, but still, I mean, I don't know. It really, it, it, you know, you have to turn back the page of your account and find the last major movie release. 2024 has instead been defined by medium hits. Mean Girls, The Beekeeper, Argyle, Madam <laughs> Web. Really just been- wow, that's really impressive. They called Madam Web a medium <laughs> <head>. <laughs> It's a lot better than they should have had. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Do you think this movie has the potential to be a billion-dollar movie? I get nervous because is this rated R? Ooh, good question. I forget. Because there's not a lot of rated R movies, one. And Oppenheimer got close to being PG thirteen. Oh, it's PG thirteen. Okay, I think it's hard when it's a movie that's two and a half hours. That is that is a part two. It's a clear part two, and I think that it is not popcorn type of a movie. Not popcorn watching. So mm-hmm. it's not you know there's a little a little drier. Not you know no yeah. pun intended. 
you know, because they're <laughs> on the desert, you know, and you like that. <laughs> um, but also, you know, I mean, it's hard to be able to convince people, hey, come see Dune with me if you have not seen the first one, because it is a movie where you have to understand a lot going on from the first one. <laughs> it's part two of a book. I mean, you can't. Yeah. Be- <laughs> yeah. And when you run and you, when you read the book, they drop you right in the middle of it. You're like, who the hell is this person? Like, they don't they just don't they don't care. I mean, Brad, you give. How would you describe Dune itself, or like the writing, or like just the world? You know, just why is it to me not necessarily an easy movie to watch or sit through? I mean, it's not an easy book to read. So the fact that it's here with this much hype is, I think, such a testament to Denis Mm -hmm. and his team and the actors and everything, because it really is such a niche sci-fi. That's the big thing. It's a niche sci-fi. Yeah, like it's just such a unique world. Like there's so many things that are unexplainable and you just have to kind of go with it and accept it and words and powers and cultures and mm-hmm. politics. Like it's just unique. It's, it's not a Marvel movie. It's not even a <laughs> Star Wars flick. I mean, it is. It's like you said, I think a big word politics there's a lot of politics to this. I don't know about you. I don't watch Fox News or CNN for fun. I don't watch like that bores me. So to me, being when you put something like that, that's so important to a storyline, like for sci-fi. I mean, I, I, I myself, I'm truthful with you. I like good movies. I like story. I like all that. That this is right up my alley. Maybe it's not the normal common goer. It's not my grandma's not going to come see this movie. My grandma's dead. But you guys get the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she she died before Dune Two. It's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. She died. She died before Madame Web. That was the big one. <laughs> well, it's probably what killed her. Meanwhile. Sorry, but keep going on. Yeah, sorry. What were you gonna say? I, I, I feel you're going on it, on Brad. I no, mean, no. Do you have I anything mean, to add to this? It's Will you guys movie. be getting the limited edition popcorn bucket? Dude, I just saw it in person. It's <laughs> disgusting. Apparently, <laughs> it, it looks wet in person. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Imagine it was. It's already been used. Uh, I'm just going for the popcorn. I'm not even watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people were going to Madam Web with the popcorn. It's like, well, that should, that's not right. That is so funny. Watching Sydney Sweeney. Come on, that's not right. Ooh. There's kids in that theater. Yeah, yeah. I wonder who actually buys it. Do you think the absurdity is going to help with sales for that? Like just oh, the idea yeah. of that. Like it is not a conventionally easy thing to get popcorn out of in or out. Did you guys see like the clip of them? I think it was either Kimmel or some late night talk show where they had the cast of Dune. And they, he brought the popcorn bucket out. They're like, no, there's like no chance. <laughs> I think oh, it's like God. brilliant marketing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think you're right. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean this movie is gonna be, it's well done. It's, I'm just here. I'm hearing that it is one of the best sci-fi flicks. Um, it is the uh, Empire Strikes Back of of movies. Is the dark? It's equivalent like the the Dark Knight. It's got a 98 rating on Rotten Tomato right now. I Which mean, is nuts. I mean, and it's hard. It's I mean, it's hard to have. I mean, that's something we should do. Create a list as best sequels i think this will be on there is one of the best sequels ever made not only maybe the best sci-fi flick ever i mean my buddy told me in the last i've heard it's the best movie the last five years he told me it's my my one of my best movie buddies said that it's one of the best movies he's ever seen wait he's seen it already he saw it sunday 
wow yeah like he's he can't wait to talk to me he made me he he wants me to see it just so we can chat about it he needs to freaking get on the get on the show and stop pissing me off but whatever (laughs) do you think kenny is gonna see the movie that's a good question i don't know i don't know if he saw oppenheimer i don't know if he did yeah remember we, we, we told him about christopher nolan he didn't know a lot about christopher nolan movies yeah Oh, Kenny. Oh, Kenny. We all have room for growth. We should have <laughs> talked about Superman Legacy today with them. I'm, I'm going to have a, just a nerd fest. Ask yeah. Boo, man. The last time I was on the episode with Kenny, when you yeah. were on Brad, we just, I don't know how we did it, but we did, we did, we like predicted the next five years of Star Wars somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was oh, pretty man. awesome. And Boo, too. It was pretty Yo. fun. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm pumped. I think I'll go see the movie this weekend, hopefully. Yep. And I think Fuck this is a great yeah. way to end it. To them, it's something Hollywood hasn't provided in far too long. A fresh mythology to disappear into and a new pop culture obsession not yet run into the sand. Nice. Let's go, Ringer. All right. Cool, man. That's well, hey, I think we're all excited <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty pumped for it to be here. It's This is probably the most – besides when Superman Legacy comes out, I think we all need to see Superman Legacy together. That needs, that to, would be, be- that needs to be the film Hollywood movie we all see. Yeah. A trip to Denver. Yes, or sir. Not to talk to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, we're not there. Okay. So come find us, bitches. I mean, Entourage. I mean, fans. We love you. Um, okay. We love you, John Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's oh. awesome. All right. Um, I think the next one, let's get, let's get out of the whole superhero stuff. I'm very pumped about this next topic I want to go over just because it is about a new TV show released on Hulu and I think FX, Shogun. Some where people are calling it the game of the next Game of Thrones in the sense of just a, a I think it's a book adaption that has turned into a successful hit um, that has a hundred percent right now on Rotten Tomatoes. That's insane. So sure. <laughs> have you guys? So I remember I think I brought this up to you guys. To check out, I don't know if we watched the trailer together. I don't remember if we did, but did have you guys heard of Shogun at all? Have you heard of the book or anything like that? I checked the trailer out, and I was like, it was a book. It looks very intriguing to me. Yeah, yeah, it looks. It, I mean, it looks really well done. It, it everyone likes. There's a joke today that was like, "Hey, let's create a show with great lighting," and apparently that's like what this show is about, <laughs> or not about, but it just has great. Um, Shogun. Has accomplished a rare Rotten Tomatoes achievement. The upcoming FX historical drama is based on the 1975 James Clavell uh, novel of the same name and f- follows political upheaval in the 17th century Japan after English sailor John Blackthorne is shipwrecked on the nation's sto- shores and becomes entangled in the lives of Daimyo, Lord Yoshi, Taranga, and Samurai Toda Mariko. Uh, this is a new version of the iconic story was created by Rachel Kondo and Justin Marks. Um, and right now, after 17 different critics have weighed in so far, I think it's up to 35. It has 100% Rotten Tomatoes, Damn, which is a feat insane. that is very hard to get to. Um, the project is showing Game of Thrones level critical hype for an epic prestige drama. Uh, one, does that pump you guys up as much as it pumps me up? <laughs> Yeah. Two, should we put the trailer on just to check out? I didn't get that. Could you try <laughs> <laughs> that? That's great. Do you guys want to watch the trailer quick? Throw do it on. Let's do it. Why Wait, not? this is a mini series, right? 
I think like, so. Okay. Well, I guess, I mean, unless there's multiple books, I really don't know. Let's see. Oh, God. Oh, don't don't look. Oh, wait, you can't see my screen. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Shogun. What were you looking at, Kevin? Nothing. <laughs> don't judge me. Okay, here we go. Oh, whoopsies. Okay, we're going to share. Stop screen. Present. Share screen. Shogun. Okay, you guys ready? Let's get it. Hear me, my son. I know I will tell you the truth. Death is the only punishment here. I have not told you my family name, but it is well known in Japan. Many years ago, a great injustice stole everything from me. I have learned one truth. The enemies are everywhere and friends nowhere. To show your true heart is to risk your life. Because death can come for us at any moment. These people are godless savages. Or maybe they just don't give a shit what you think. はい、戦況終わったと思ってよいのじゃな。動けない。その後、己の敵の正体が分かっておらんのじゃ。You Um, I'll tell you that 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 looks really well made. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Looks good. It looks yes to the naked eye. Yes to like when looking at it, you can tell it's not Madam Web. CGI looks really good, if you ask me. Um, yeah. Guys, seeing this, seeing the review, seeing the Rotten Tomato score, does this interest you? I know you guys are all busy, but is this something that because of the hype? Because of mm-hmm. just seeing the trailer um and also maybe just because the lack of tv shows going on right now is this something that may you may try to check out 100 percent. yeah yeah do you guys all have hulu yeah 100 percent. all right good then you got it i feel like with have the, you seen it, Kev? no it, it came out yesterday. yesterday so i'm gonna try and watch it tonight is it a week right. by week um i think so yeah for, so far it's just the first two episodes so you can catch on. Hopefully, I I get a little nervous because, of course, it's a. I mean, we saw Godzilla minus one. We loved it, but I don't. Again, it only made a hundred million at the box office, which again, fantastic for all for 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 Godzilla one. Potentially going to win an Oscar for best CGI, uh, VFX. 
but it's something where it's not a naturally only English movie, I guess. Is that what, how, what's a better way to put it? It's not a. It's it's subbed. Subbed, I guess. Is that? Is yeah. it, I mean, there is some English, but you know what I mean. Like it's some. It's hard for people to have to watch something where you're having to listen to Japanese and things like that. I think that's the only thing that would stop it from getting pretty successful. Plus, I think Hulu sometimes. I mean, at Max, we all think of HBO as being like, hey, you got if something's good on HBO, everyone's usually watching that. Hulu, it's, it's not necessarily people running to go check it out. Yeah. I think uh, subs are making a comeback, though. I think the last couple of years. Yeah, I think so, too. A lot of people even watch English and sub subtitles on. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch the – oh, God, what was that game on, on Netflix? That was it. Did you guys watch that in American subtitles or English subtitles or – Korean, because I heard I the Korean was way better. I think oh, you never saw it. I think it's dubbed. That, that one's dubbed, right? No, it's it's. You can watch it in Korean, and apparently, oh. and then when the English there is English dub, but it's not good as well. Yeah, I, I watch it. We watch it in Korean. Yeah, I, I, I prefer it. the net, the main language. I guess I never watched. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, there's a hot scene going on behind me. <laughs> 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 oh, it's his mom. Damn it. Okay, never mind. Son, you sick yeah. <laughs> I would tell you what. Rachel, she is maybe one of my I have a huge crush on her. Who who is that? Oh god. I wish my brain wasn't so bad right now. <laughs> it's Rachel something, isn't it? Rebecca. Rebecca yeah. Ferguson. Yep. Rebecca Ferguson, yeah. Yeah, she was great and um Wow, my brain. I know. Is Mission it, Impossible. Mission Impossible. Oh, that's, where, that's yes. where she looks familiar. Yes. Okay. Yes. Is this the scene where, where Aquaman dies? Because uh, they're going into the underground or something like that? No, I th- think he does not die yet. But it's about to come, I think, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, also Rebecca Ferguson in Silo on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. I thought she was awesome in that too. And Greatest Showman, a fantastic musical. She's in Greatest Showman. Oh, she, she plays the European singer. It's like a supporting character. Oh, okay. The Hugh Jackman character kind of like cheats on with. Highly recommend. Great movie. Who? Wait, I haven't seen it. I don't know how I, I've seen. You so haven't seen movies. Hugh Jackman, I've Zac seen, Efron, and Zendaya I've, I've in a musical. So many movies. I've seen so many movie scenes of it. I haven't seen the movie all the way the through. The music is unbelievable. Unbelievable! It gets me. I have so much of the music on my phone. <laughs> I listen to to get jacked up. When I run, I listen to it. I love that. <laughs> I can't recommend that enough. I've seen it a lot. Not, these eyes will not be blinded by the light. Yeah. Yeah, oh, big I fan over there. Never seen it, but big fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I even like the main song that all of them come together and sing. I think that's a really good. Yeah, I gotta see the movie. Um, <laughs> who's he dating in it? Well, he has his wife, and then he goes on tour with Rebecca ah, Ferguson, and then mm-hmm. there's some misunderstandings. Oh, oh, there's an entanglement. Yeah, <laughs> entanglement. Isn't that what they described Trump's love with? What's her name? I like, thought it was uh what was Will the Smith. word that they called it? Or okay, never mind. Yeah, I thought it was Will Smith that his wife. Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> um 
I think we just can kind of go into just, and we can go to the last one, but uh, you know, or we got a couple more, but I guess really what it is, just Warner Brothers Discovery, it's halting. It's merger talks with Paramount Global. Global. So rumors going on was just that um, Warner Brothers and Paramount were going to combine together and uh, essentially create like a, num- a number one company to try to go against, you know, Apple and and, and Disney and things like that. Um, and they've decided, nope, that will not be happening. And Marvel or and Paramount and Warner Brothers will be separate entities going forward. So it's Paramount. Insane that Paramount is itself. Right. Like, what does it have? Oh, that's so it's got Comcast. Um, you can see Paramount Nickelodeon. You can see Nickelodeon on there. Um, yeah, it's not a lot. It's like it's like it's like CBS. I think is Comcast because you can see like Champions League soccer. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you watch that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lot of reality TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at what's under. Like I mean, TV. it would have just it would have just made it to where it's one app that's more expensive, and and we would of course had more movie that just I don't know, um, but to me, I'll look up movies quick. Like, are you guys Paramount Plus subscribers? Lindsay is because she keeps freaking forgetting to cancel <laughs> every like she just won't cancel it. <laughs> we oh oh uh, we watched the curse on Paramount. Yeah, so I am, no time. I am yep. in the middle of watching it. Hey, oh, okay, oh. all right. Hey, get, let's move off from this dumb topic. Yeah. Tell us about what you're thinking. Brad, thoughts. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. Very. Anytime yeah. Nathan Fielder's character just like erupts is so funny, but so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like there was the latest episode just watched was uh, Emma Stone's character... Like was rude or something to maybe like a potential homeowner or something, and so she like she storms off and then they make a comment to Nathan Fielder about his wife and so he like starts walking away he like looks back, like walk takes a step towards them turns back like he's gonna leave again, and then just like looks back again and just like don't you fucking yep, talk yep. To my wife like <laughs> yeah yep. like those kinds of scenes are just brilliant. It has the Minnesota actor who was in Captain Phillips. I yeah. think that's his second ever that I've seen him in. So that's awesome. Uh, third, Ooh. maybe for me. I think he was in third. a random like Marvel movie for a second. Ooh, so but that yeah. was cool. Um, he's the black the black man, the Somalian man. Uh, the is Somalian like, man. I'm oh, the captain now. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Minnesota guy, Minneapolis guy. So I did not know that. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to him. Great yeah. though, I'm on like four or five episodes. I'm really curious where this goes. All right, I'm really excited to hear curious. what you think. I, I was yeah. in the same boat as you, Brad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like it could go anyway. I mean, do you like it so far? Like, like with with this being a Nathan Fielder directed show, I like it. I don't love it okay. yet. Like, it's good. It's enjoyable, but it can be slow. I think. Mm-hmm. I think what messes with people about it is just the idea is like, what is the, what is it? Is it, is he supposed to be uncomfortable? Is it supposed to be this cringy? Which I think, isn't that the point of it to be like, you're watching people, the downfall of this couple and like you're watching just cringe. Yeah. Or like when they're having sex and I think she was talking <laughs> to the sex toy. Yes, and like yes. Was yeah. Like, yeah. Is that episode uh, one or two or something? Can I, I yeah, I think it's two maybe. Can, can I, I join? Can I join? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
like cringe is like the best word for it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. Like, and I, I look forward to getting through it. Lindsay was obsessed with it. Yeah, she liked it a lot. She loves Nathan Fielder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well then I think for, for movie news, we're an hour in. I think we got some stuff we still want to kind of get through. Um, this isn't a tournament episode, so I mean I don't think we need to go the longest this time. So I think we go into kind of you know what we're watching. I mean, I think the last thing is now Disney is just gonna be kind of focusing on creating less content, but better content and sequels, which is really interesting to me. So like we saw the announcement of Moana 2 is what they kind of did, is like Moana 2 is coming out. Um, instead of making that a show that was gonna be on Disney Plus, they're not focusing on putting something on Disney Plus as much anymore, they're focusing on the idea of putting it in theaters and making it good, good writing. So we'll see how that goes. It's kind of weird to me. I mean, sequels, I like new stories. Sequels sometimes can be the downfall of creativity, if you ask me, but um, I don't know. Disney me, Disney doesn't know what the hell it's doing. To me, it sounds like they're running out of ideas and they need like stuff that can generate more money quickly. <laughs> well, then, to me, how why, why are there writers in Hollywood? Like, why do people go to Hollywood to not, you know, to write a, a movie, create movies? Yeah. Like, if you can't get one story that that could work as a Pixar or a Disney film, I, I just think that to me is what blows my mind. I think we need risks. You don't get a Toy Story for making, you know, I, I, I guess I don't know. It just to me, I just think it's kind of a ridiculous idea. And I think, of course, yes, we saw the failure of Pixar this year, but at least if you look back at it. At least it was something that was an original IP. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you're struggling to come up with content, just bring in new blood. I mean, right? We're yeah. seeing it, especially with like directors. Like, mm -hmm. we can talk about this after because, like, I've seen BlackBerry. Like, that was a YouTuber. Yeah, is that, that was awesome? A fantastic movie. Also, yeah. he was a great actor. Yes, yes. All right. Screw the Disney. We're done. We did it. We talked about it. Disney's going to be making more sequels going forward. I think that's enough. We've talked about Disney for so much. So uh, we'll, we'll get another episode for another day. I'm sure I'll go on the next diatribe. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was such a sad scene. Yeah. Oh, dang. Um, oh, if only you guys know. Yeah. If only. What goes on in the other that books. Mean? Oh, okay. Oh, oh. oh, okay. All right, nice. Um, I, I've heard there is something that's. Not, I've heard somebody doesn't want Doom Messiah to come out by Denis Villeneuve, and it, it's because of something that he knows is happening going forward. Interesting. I'm just interested that two movies that? were two movies were book one, but a third movie is going to be the second book entirely. Like that's what I'm kind of confused because yeah, is that for but, sure? Yeah, that's what they've so. announced. Yeah, and then they're doing a the not Ladies of Arrakis, but the uh, sisters Bene Gesserit. The Bene Gesserit. They're going to do a TV show on that. How many movie? Or how many books are there for this series? I think there's six. Oh, so we got a lot of movies coming out then. Well, how many rated R dark? I guess you're right. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what to predict with this. I guess it's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, once um, you get to book. I mean, book three will have entirely different characters in book. That's four. what I've heard too. Yeah. So like, Timothy Chalamet's time will be. Jesus doesn't live forever, man. Slowly <laughs> going. I mean, you know, yeah, I completely agree. Um, boys, boys, boys. All right, let's go into what we have been watching and give kind of some quick movie reviews. 
Um, and then we're going to end the episode with with the updated <laughs> version of uh, contention for the Fappies Alex Vu movie of the year. So, uh, Brad or Alex, if you guys want to start off with what you guys have been watching and give us kind of a quick review. Or don't even go quick. We got time, baby. Yeah, I deleted yeah, a I huge episode. We got a lot of time. <laughs> uh, I'll start with the one movie in theater that I have seen lately. Um, and it was Out of Darkness. Because I needed, I wanted to watch a movie that uh, my girlfriend didn't want to watch because, you know, she was busy that day and we wanted to go see some movies. And so I was like, okay, what's this? like movie that I can see middle of the day on like a Saturday and it was yeah, out of darkness, this? which is, I think I was talking to my buddy Justin about it and I, it may have come out like a couple of years ago, but for oh, it's whatever got good reason, reviews. Yeah. Whatever reason it went back into theaters or something. It's a, I believe a Scottish movie, Scottish made movie. Okay. And it's entirely spoken in an ancient language potentially fake i don't know but it's wow okay. uh, completely subbed over subtitled over hour and a half movie it's really tight it's about a group of i think humans Forty thousand years ago they are on a boat and they land on this island and they need to survive and they're being hunted they believe and i don't want to give up too much but the ending i thought was really cool oh okay it's it's a whoa moment it's a twist shoot it's connected to the the dune somehow <laughs> i don't know that was dumb um cool but yeah i don't know i mean it was uh it was a great a-list movie so good good yeah yeah we need to see one of those yeah we need those. we need <laughs> those in this world right and then um, okay. yeah I'll, I'll go over quickly some movies that have been out for quite some time that i have seen um saw inception again because wanted to show my girlfriend who has not seen inception and it is still fantastic it hits it hits it still hits it's smart even though i've seen it a million times i'm still like what's going on again you really can there is a lot of replay value in there it really is um so again recommend it to anyone that hasn't seen it and then she recommended that i see hacksaw ridge it's one of her favorite movie she's okay really big into hacksaw ridge which if you don't know the story it's basically a world war ii movie it's done by mel gibson so you mm, know there's some cool. uh religious <laughs> overtones Oof, okay okay they are major ezra miller god <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell dude Sorry, but kidding. it's a guy who conscientiously objects and doesn't want to hold a gun but he yeah. saves the lives of tons of people um and i heard it's really good. pacific I remember yeah, it was, it was really good. Cheesy, thinking it just the trailers made it seem like a cheese fest, and it ended up being pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was really, really good. Garfield, right? Andrew. Yep, Andrew Garfield um, did a great job. And then we also saw Mega Mind, which mm. is a fantastic um, animated film that I had not seen. And you, you could look- call that a children film. I will say that. that would be <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, animated. Yes, good way to put it. Yeah, but you should look up the cast. The voice no, it's acting. fucking hilarious, isn't it? It is a huge cast. Yeah, um, Will Ferrell's movie, the right? main person. Jonah mm-hmm. Hill, Ben Stiller, Brad Pitt, Tina Fey. Oh my god! Whoa. I forgot yeah. that it has that kind of cast. It was crazy. I okay. I kept Brad Pitt, I kept it? <laughs> yeah. I kept telling her like, isn't that the like voice of this person and that person, and they're all heavy hitters? Yeah, 
Oh my god, that's awesome. And then my final movie that I I'm gonna recommend this one to anybody that is into different realities. Okay. Or like multiverse. It's called Coherence. It's on Amazon Prime Video, okay. an hour and a half. And it's essentially a dinner party. Not rated. A, a dinner part. Oh, that's interesting. It's just that's a normal wild. normal movie. I mean wow. apparently my friend Justin told me because it's one of those that has a twist. Justin, and, oh, I just feel you're right. Justin just knows that kind of a movie. He knows good movies. He knows twists. Yeah, I like but it. Picture this. Apparently, it's shot in the director's home, and he gave the actors no lines, but like a premise. Huh. And they just go with it. That's kind of cool. It's, it's about a meteor that like is going overhead, and during this dinner party, stuff happens. And it's the type of movie where like, I, I really can't recommend it enough if you like a good twist wow, and a little okay. sci-fi. Hour and a half. Yeah. Such a quick, good movie. I want to watch this now. I mean, this guy's cool. The, the guy who directed it was a part of The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Rango. Okay. Great movie, Rango. Great movie, I recommend. Yeah. It. He was a writer, and then he was in the art. This is the only movie he's ever directed. That's kind of cool. Wait, it's shot in his house? Apparently, it's just like in his home. Because it's just a dinner party, and then uh, sometimes like they'll go outside of the home a little, but it's about different realities. It's cool, really man. cool. Cool. So that's what I got. I like it. I like it cool. a lot, man. What about Blackberry? Yeah, give us a review. Oh, of Black I mean, yeah, you kind of did Blackberry, <laughs> but yeah, what do you think, man? Yeah, I Look, did I overhype it or no? No, it was so good. We started at like nine thirty. We were like, oh, maybe we'll watch a little and then go yeah. to sleep. Watch the whole thing. Hell yeah, man. Such a good movie. It's, I mean, Glenn Howerton plays yeah. Dennis in yeah. many scenes. <laughs> I, because... I'm from Calgary where the vampires live. <laughs> or Edmonton, he said Edmonton that. Edmonton or one of them. Yeah. That, that was a Dennis quote. Yeah. yeah. God. But great movie. I mean, I didn't know much about the story of Blackberry. And so seeing the rise and fall was super cool. The actors are great. Jay Baruchel, yeah, fantastic. Starts off of like a socially inept genius, and then by the end, he's like slicked back hair, mm -hmm. kind of becomes like bag. the Darth Vader in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Rags, honestly, rags, <laughs> honestly. But the director, the guy that played that character, I thought that was hilarious. Like he was yes. a great. He was such a good character too. and a good actor. Yeah. Yeah, quality I'm so movie. proud of him. I can't wait to see what else he puts out there, man. I hope they really do recognize this film as being really successful and give him more opportunities because he just did. I was so unexpected with it. I mean, I was I kind of saw the Glenn Howerton bald head thing, and I thought that, <laughs> that's shocking. And then it lived up to the hype. I loved it. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I'm so glad we all saw it, man. man. Yeah, and there really is, man. That's all writing. That's just. And it was a Canadian movie. I mean, it, it really isn't like a it's not not a big big office block off or block block blah, blah, box office. I mean, it's you know it's was that yeah because was that even in theaters? I feel like I didn't know about it. It was released in theaters, it. but it wasn't. It was released in like smaller like they didn't put them in Dolby Digital or IMAX by any means. But like so like it was in theaters for sure, but it wasn't. I mean, I think the only way you can find it, you, have to, you can either buy it, rent it, or you can watch it on AMC+. Plus. Yeah, luckily it's on Hulu now, though. Oh, is it on Hulu? Oh, okay. okay. That's how I watch. That's cool. 
See, that's a great that's a great Hulu flick, if you ask me. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I saw it in theaters in AMC with Lindsay. I, I was all hyped up about it, and honestly, it wasn't a ton of hype around it. I heard it had great reviews, and I just remember loving it. Yeah, great movie. That's honestly, also here. It's on my list of Alex movies. Hey, <laughs> hey, all right, cool, man. I can't oh. wait to hear where it's at. Yeah. Vu, go into uh, unless there's other movies you have, but Vu, go into your movies yeah. you've been recent watch. What you've been watching, man? I guess I haven't been really watching that much. Uh, I've been watching a lot of reality TV. Okay, just to chill out. And then Abbott Love Elementary. is Blind. Yeah, nope, not Love is Blind, but Traders. Yeah. Traders, I've been watching Traders and like yeah, Lindsay old, has like, been too. Yeah, I've been watching like super old MTV shows, <laughs> like the oh. ch- like the challenge or what? Yep, the challenge and like the Real World. I don't know if you guys have okay. That, you should have. Yeah. You should be on the Real World, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'd be an interesting character on there. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. good mix. But yep. yeah, I've been watching that to relax. But then also Abbott Elementary. I don't know if you've been watching. Yes, that I've been doing it too. Yep, but it's been a great season so far. That's awesome. So, but for movies, I recently just watched Hitch. I'm sad that it didn't go further in our Valentine's Day. <laughs> I just hated it when I watched it when I was young. I remember it's on TBS like every weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on Hulu. I just watched it on Hulu, and it was yeah. I was like, oh, might as well. It's late late night flick. I bet it's still I'd, smack. It's smack. It's still smack. I feel like Will Smith gets a good amount of residuals from that movie. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, who else is um, – I forget what his name is. The yeah, what's his name? Movie. James something, Kevin right? James. Kevin James. Kevin James. <laughs> yeah. He's hilarious in that one. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of like a feel-good movie, you know? Yeah, because we're all, we've all been that Kevin James. Yeah. Like as, like as cool as I seem online, I'm not, you know, on video. And like as cool as I seem like in person and as cool as like I just I seem constantly. Yeah. I've had moments where I didn't – I doubted myself. <laughs> with the women, with the you? women, no with, the, with the women, with the women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, but yeah, it's a it's a very good movie. <laughs> what, what do you think of that movie, Kev? Because Brad did not have fond memories. I like it. it. <laughs> I, no, I've I've always enjoyed it. It's a great like Saturday night if you're in, you know, yeah. not partying. You know, not getting laid. It's a great movie. <laughs> well, that's never for you, so you've never seen it. Then. Yeah, you, you well, somehow I've seen it like two hundred times, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting lost in transparency with my stories here. <laughs> oh man, oh, you're too funny, sexy cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a fucking loser. Okay, all right, that's the only time I'll say it. But yes, carry oh, on. Man. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was a great movie, great rewatch, you know, nice. something something easy to watch. And then a couple weeks ago, I finally experienced Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, baby. So, yeah. I, in the beginning, I won't lie, I thought it was a little boring. <laughs> well, I could see it. I mean, what? how big is your TV? And do you have any surround sound, any speakers? Yeah, yep. I got a sound bar and a okay. sub. And I think it's like a 50-something. Oh, that's not bad then. Shoot, oh, I'm the actually surprised you say yeah, that. The first hour was just a little slow to me, just because of all the background buildup, I think. Yeah, I so, can see but, that. But I can then, see that too. When it got into like the political drama, I was locked in. Like it yeah. was so intense. Like I did not see anything. Like I did not see Robert Downey Jr. being the bad guy of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, but, he does a damn good job. I mean, do you think he deserves to win the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor? 
yeah, I think this is probably the best acting I've ever seen throughout a movie completely. Yeah. Like, everybody was Hell just yeah. very on point. Like it was they were like built for the roles. Like it was just fantastic acting. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why anything related to Oppenheimer is gonna win this year. Yeah. I mean, it really has blown everything away. Yeah. For like for a true like movie experience, like Oppenheimer is that movie to watch. I feel like it was just great all around and you know, great story too. So did you uh since you've seen the curse, have you seen a did you see a familiar face? Yes, <laughs> yes. I was like, what is what is Benny Safty? Is that yeah, yeah. Benny Safty? Yeah. yeah, I was like, what is he doing? And he does it, the accent. Yeah, the insane like, accent. Yeah. yeah. Is Benny Safty real? Like, who is who is Benny Safty? <laughs> also, he's like one of the bad guys of the movie, too. Yeah, yeah. I was I, the first time I watched it, I didn't understand that he was that bad. I, I remember he was angry. But I didn't really realize until Emily Blunt didn't shake his hand. I was like, yeah. "Oh, I guess he was bad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they they did our boy Oppenheimer a little dirty. I'd well, say. it was because they didn't want to do his theory of hydrogen, correct? Or do the hydrogen bomb? Is that why he was pissed off? Correct? Or no, he didn't want to do the hydrogen bomb. I think. Oh, is that what it was? Bomb. I thought he wanted it. About Benny. Yeah. Oh yeah, Benny. Yeah, I thought Benny's character was against the bomb pretty much. Then you're probably you guys are right then, because yeah. then he's like, they're just going to build a bigger bomb. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You're right. Okay. Yeah. I'm an idiot. See, I still don't understand. There's there's a lot of like morality <laughs> involved, and it's cool to see that aspect of like the scientists, like when they eventually realize like what they're doing. Like, hey, should we really be doing this? You yeah. Know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I liked I liked it a lot too, man. I'm I'm it's, glad you got you get you checked it out. Yeah, it's a very also I want to update you're not lagging. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I just saw the chat. I just saw the chat. But um, yeah, a very intellectual movie, which I enjoyed. I like I like those like historical movies, like social sure. network and the, like this is a little older than that, but <laughs> what's nice is that Christopher Nolan really spices it up by adding his, you know, Han there his not Hans Zimmer, but actually new a new score um producer um but yeah yeah just, he just makes anything epic it could be literally them discovering toast or the wheel but like with that music and the way he shoots movies and yeah. he can make it dramatic somehow i honestly thought that when they were testing the bomb my speakers were about to blow up like i was anticipating <laughs> like a huge i was nervous about it too yeah but yeah and i was like dang uh, that's a little anti like i was expecting a huge noise but <laughs> i would agree yeah. i would agree a little anticlimactic yeah. yeah but just a very great movie and i can see why it's gotten so much hype like that that was a movie yeah <laughs> you could tell it was an oscar it was a like when you that think is, oscar movies it seems like it's an oscar movie that is 100 percent like the definition of an oscar movie to be. <laughs> <laughs> yep i would I agree can, with I you see why like you guys picked it to win so many awards <laughs> i finally put it together but yeah it's that's like, all i agree that's all I've been watching. What about you, Kev? Yeah. Uh, one sec. I want to look at what I sent you. I mean, I remember I watched... So I watched Fury last night. That movie lives up... I mean, it's still really good. I love the score. I love the acting in it. I love all of them together. It's really sad ending. But it's, it was a really Brad, good watch. Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf. Um, yeah. Good one. Great. Uh, you know, just a great movie. Logan Lerman was also in it. Um, so I give that one definitely like a 7.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. Um, I haven't seen that one yet. It's about the, it's about these tankers during world war two. It's essentially you're just following this group of tankers, uh, 
the reward too. I just repeat yeah. what I just said. But uh, yeah, it's just good acting. It's just fun. You're seeing like the brotherhood between them, mm-hmm. and you're watching. It's also really brutal. It's really gritty. So it doesn't make World War II look like a fun time at all. It makes it look very dark and sad, and you know, it makes you realize why we should never have a war like that ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch Honey Boy. It's a Shia LaBeouf story. It's essentially about. I've never heard of that. Honey Boy. Yeah, check it out. It's about Shia LaBeouf's life. It's essentially his relationship with his father. And, and, and before Shia LaBeouf went to rehab in 2020 or 2019, he was a bad boy. You know what I mean? He was a part of Transformers. He started always getting constantly in trouble and essentially just kind of tells why he was, he had his demons, why he had PTSD and it, was, you know, it all stemmed from him being a child actor and his father and his parents, how they raised him and treated him as a child actor uh, as a part of Disney and just a part of movies and having to almost take care of your family because of that. There's things you just don't really realize with Shia LaBeouf that it's like, oh, okay. And I guess apparently it was him sitting in rehab, essentially creating the story to kind of forgive his father for everything he did for him when he was wow, a kid. Wow, that's cool. Oh, it's, oh, it's really he wrote good. that movie? He wrote that movie, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf, what, what, what I, mean, watch on it. I watched it on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Okay. Check it out. Really good. Great acting. Um I think I, I just remember, is like an unsung hero for acting. I think, like, I think he's, he's going to be huge in the next 10 years. He's my one of my predictions. Think one he, of the, I think he's going to be getting Oscars back. all the time. Yes, he'll be back. Oh, yeah. Really? He was born with it, man. I mean, yeah. to be getting your first acting. He was doing stand-up comedy at like eight years old. In I remember him on like Even Stevens. <laughs> yeah, like he was made to be an actor. Um, some people got it and he's got it. And if he yeah. can get his head around and – you know, become focused on something. And he's in that, he's in that movie by Fran- Francis R. Coppola that I told you guys about, Megalopolis. He's oh, one of the main one. guys in that movie coming yeah. out this year. So that'll be huge. Um, Shrek 2. <laughs> Do I need to say more? I mean, it is <laughs> yeah. great, dude. It really is. It's a good movie. Um, freaking hilarious. And a little raunchy, too, at the same time. Very. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some good jokes, man. There was a good one, too. Um, I've watched a lot because I've been sick, but I can't think of it right now. Um, I'm watching Reacher. That's all right. Good action flick. Alan Richardson's a good actor. Yeah. This um, show. Yeah, I think it's a good show for sure. Yeah. Isn't that classic dad material? It's dad movie, baby. It's dad <laughs> TV. Um, I'm watching Ar- – and then I saw Argyle. How was it? Good three-fourths of the movie, and then the last quarter, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? This is <laughs> bad. Yeah, it's bad. The last quarter, I thought it was really, really bad movie. But the three fourths were fine because they didn't know how to like end it or wrap. They it just up? went absurd. Okay, yeah, it went way too absurd. Uh, American Fiction, I saw that was also a good movie. Um, an Oscar, it was funny, but it's like a dark comedy about this guy trying to essentially write a book, and it's nothing. His books are going to become successful until he starts writing a book about what it's like to be black in America. But he feels like when he writes it, it has to be kind of like I'm a hood. Like I'm hood, like man, what's up? You know, I'm in the, I'm in the, you know, growing up in Compton and dealing with shootings. When in reality, he's just a guy from Boston in a, in a white suburb. Um, but he has to fake this, so he creates this number one selling book that becomes famous, but it's not real black, and he thinks it's actually the worst book he's ever read. But it gets famous because those white people are like, wow, that's that's what it's like to be black in America. So it's it's wow, it's pretty it's a dark comedy. It's pretty funny, and I can see why I got nominated for. Uh, for um, uh, best picture, it's pretty good. Um, and then at last, I recently just saw Runaway Dolls, aka Runaway Dykes, is what they call it at the end. Um, it's about these lesbians who essentially get into the wrong car and uh, 
and chaos ensues. And it's it's an Ethan Cohen movie. Uh, yes, the Ethan Cohen who helped direct No Country for Old Men, um, Big Lebowski, things like that. And uh, it was a good hour and 29 minutes. Quick, easy, good story, funny. It's probably maybe one of his funniest since Big Lebowski. Um, me and Lindsay liked it. And we also have a night still ahead of us so we can have fun. So <laughs> recommend. Recommend. I do. It's hour not even an hour twenty. I think it's an hour and twenty-three minutes, you know, before uh, credits. So like, yeah, check it Matt out. Matt Damon, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Matt Damon, Pedro Pascal. What? Yeah, there's a good it's a good cast. All the good actors are in it only for like multi, like minutes, but like Matt Damon's character is hilarious. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Miley Cyrus is in it for like one scene. Interesting. <laughs> it's a good AMC one, Brad. I would recommend it. See what I've got too, or B or number one fan. <laughs> You're doxing everybody today. <laughs> that was Vu the first time. <laughs> My B. Uh, and then Vu ended off, baby. What is the rankings, or what? Is, who is on the list for? The Alex Vu movie of the year. Yeah, so I guess for the Alex Vu movie of the year, I, I tend to w- watch things later than, you know, when they're not popular anymore. <laughs> yeah. it, it's pretty much way after the hype. Yep. Just or it's I'm controversial, all, I would say, maybe. Yep, yep. Uh, or a controversial title that <laughs> may be in there. So on my list so far this year, I have The Internship. <laughs> You know, classic comedy with uh, yeah. Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Well, you're a big wedding crasher guy, so no surprise. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. I watched that a couple months ago. Uh, Blackberry, I thought was one of the better like dramatic movies that I've watched this year, and maybe ever. I really enjoyed that movie. Hell yeah! Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah, man! I love to hear that because it was one of my favorite movies last year, and mm-hmm. I remember showing up on my list and it being kind of like Blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm a little I'm a little late, but better late than never, right? No, yeah. better late than never, my friend. <laughs> and then that's why we got this award, man. Any movie from 20, 30 years ago could win it this year. Yep. <laughs> Oppenheimer, you know, a, a year late, but still, it's yeah. still a very good movie. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you're not too late, man. The awards are coming up. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, you know, shout out to Brad for putting me on Crazy Stupid Love. Hell yeah, yeah man. Just yeah. a feel-good movie all so around. Good. Yeah, for a rom-com, like, oh, one of the better. If I would have watched that before, I think it could have maybe gone a little further. It won the tournament, potentially. Yeah. We talked about it. We did talk about his downfall. I mean, we mm-hmm. don't. We all agree the whole Steve Carell cheating thing, not the best. Yeah, not a good thing. Trying to go back. Or no, getting cheated on and then trying to go back. Whatever. It, yeah. To each their own. Yeah. But also, like, what, like, an all-star cast. Yeah. You know? Like, Emma Stone. That's the first Ryan Gosling movie I've ever watched. It was the first movie I thought Ryan Gosling was sexy. I've never, I never really thought of him as like a, a sexy character. Yeah. And at the time, he was in like, you know, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Boo, did you just say that was the first Ryan Gosling movie you've seen? Yep. Before the, <laughs> the Notebook. Yeah, I haven't seen the Notebook before Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Barbie, I haven't seen that either. Before before Barbie? That either. Oh my god, you got to see Barbie, boo! It is gonna, it's gonna be up there for you, I think. Yeah, I, I think Barbie is on the list for this year still. But I, <laughs> yeah. I figured I should probably watch Oppenheimer before Barbie. Oh yeah, that was a good choice. Choice. Yeah, but that made me really like Ryan Gosling. You know, good. I'm excited um, for the movie he's in the. What's oh, it called? With, uh, the Fall Guy? Or? Yeah, The Fall Guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that's gonna be hilarious. Actually, you're right, Vu. That was the movie that, like I said, I thought it was sexy. I also thought it was just, I really liked Gosling after that one. I think that's why I like that movie so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just what a great movie. Just, <laughs> He's a great character. Great movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a sucker for rom coms and no, and especially when they're done well. You? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that just made me really happy. <laughs> um, outside of that, I got dumb money. I, I'm nice. Really enjoyed just watching. Well, no, you all said in time. Yep, yep, and in time, in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah. Have you seen that one, Cap? No, I remember you guys talking about it. I laughed my ass off. That was <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite parts of that episode. Was you guys talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so funny. It's Justin got JT. Timberlake. It's got JT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JT, baby. Oh my god! One of the funniest lines ever is when you guys apologize those. To those people looking for FAP and they come to your podcast. <laughs> or the line was FAP. Sorry, it's a podcast. Sorry, sorry, sorry it's a movie podcast. Yeah. Hopefully you continue to listen. Oh, was, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. It's so funny. That was such a great episode you guys did together. I want more from you too. Oh, so good. We really just ran with it, Brad. We really did. It, 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 I thought it was awesome. We had no so idea what we were awesome. doing. Yeah. No, it was hilarious. And, I, and, then, and then an hour 45 spent on oh the bra- bracket. I just love it. <laughs> it's our most in-depth bracket. Maybe maybe besides the director, but I don't know. It might be yeah. the most in-depth one we've done. Oh, I couldn't believe the time we spent. It flew <laughs> by. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, we that's were like, awesome. Yeah, you know. Maybe it'll just be a quick episode. <laughs> <That'll count. Yeah. laughs> uh, well, even our news episodes are now becoming an hour and 30 minutes. I mean, yeah, it is It is what it is. So, boom, right now, do you who, do you have, like, somebody leading the way? Is it still kind of up for up in the air? I mean, we got a lot of movies to go, but yeah, as of right I, now, is there someone leading? At this point, it's anybody's game. It's anybody's you know? game. That's yeah, how it should it's, be. It's, it's really just the flavor of the day. What am I feeling? Like, yeah, too early, <laughs> too early to tell. What movie could I remember this December? <laughs> yeah, I want to see us just get smashed at the Fappies this year. It's going to be really fun. How cool would it be if we did an in-person Fappies? I think we need to. I think that's what we should do. Yeah. I think we'll make it work. Yeah. Eventually, like, you guys are going to be back here for yeah. the holidays, right? Like. What if we carved out some time? And just did an in-person fappies. <laughs> Hell yeah. Rent out a room at the local Dave and Buster's. <laughs> and just and just oh no, fappies. that would be amazing. Then just get it, yeah, and just get people get people presenting awards. Yeah. Get a couple get a couple of uh what do they call it when you pay for someone to speak? Cameo? Cameos, potentially. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Oh, there's some good ones out there. Yeah. yeah. I would love for Angela to present <laughs> that. was so funny who found that. Oh. oh, my God. I mean, I was praying that Nathan Fielder yeah. was doing uh, He's probably it. a little too big these days to yeah, be doing maybe. Those. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, no. Oh, God. She's going to be funny if we can somehow get her. Well, boys, I think that's I think that's a wrap on episode 24 of Filmaholics, or 23, 24, 23. Well, I'll count it when I add it to, to Spotify and YouTube. But anything else you guys want to get out there to say to the people around the world? It's good to be back. It's, it's always good to be back. Good to be back. Hey, oh, it's about to be a big weekend. Yeah, so. huge weekend. Dog yeah. weekend. 
go out and enjoy responsibly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Snap responsibly at noon. Snap responsibly. At Dave and Buster's. Yeah, at Dave and Buster's. Is that our next sponsorship target? I think we got to try and get DMVs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read I'm gonna read their ad next week. Even if they're not giving us an ad, I'm going to read one. <laughs> and then oh, some free advertising. Yeah. Also, keep yeah. Also, keep sending in the super chats. They're really productive and really can. Uh, they're really good for helping us out. So good for um, our mental health. I don't. I don't feel worse, John. I don't feel worse about myself. Um, and then, yeah, follow us on Instagram, uh, Filmaholics ENT. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Like and what is it? Like and subscribe. Comment um, and uh, share with your friends. You know, we want to mm-hmm. keep growing. I think we got a great podcast, great thing going for everybody here. So if you're here for movie news, here for bracketology, here for a little bit of sports references mixed in with a little bit of uh, comedy, Enjoy. maybe. Or maybe you're here just to watch Dune in the background. Yeah. <laughs> we should highlight that as watch the I've watched an hour and a half of Dune. <laughs> <laughs> in the actual thing, maybe we'll get some extra Not even the start way. of it, and Not, you don't get yeah. the end of it. <laughs> yeah, you also don't get subtitles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying. Um, it's so good to be back, boys. Next week, hopefully, we got Kenny joining us, and uh, yeah, keep fapping, keep fap mm-hmm. all day, and uh, we love everybody out there. Peace, peace out, ladies and gentlemen.